0: Jackie's not real. This high school's not real. We know that. But the fact that you think it's real means we all need to keep an eye on you. It's probably for the best.
1: (laughs) All right. Anyway, he's 51 and that's weird.
0: I mean, yeah, all your childhood heroes are now old and have questionable viewpoints. I'm my own childhood hero, thank you very much. Explains a lot. Again, another thing from Idaho. What, that we had self-confidence and took care of ourselves? No, that there's nobody around to be your hero, so you have to make yourself the hero. (laughs) Because then you you also have to be the villain.
1: Jason, if I know anything about you, you're the villain of your own story.
0: Everybody else thinks so, but I'm not. I'm more deluded than that. I think I'm the hero.
1: You just criticize me for being my own hero.
0: Again, I'm I'm deluded. I don't know that, so <laughs> I'm gonna criticize everybody for everything, thinking I'm the one that's doing everything right. And yes, don't worry, it will I will get my comeuppance. It will come back to bite me in the ass. You will enjoy that part. We're all just
1: waiting for the day.
0: That does seem like the 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 denouement of my story. When I finally get what I deserve.
1: Whole time Batman's been going around thinking he's saving Gotham and then it turns out he's just been beating up homeless people in the park and he goes to jail turns out he's Jason Sigler
0: that was a fun episode of the animated series where he he wakes up and you know his parents are alive and he gets the life he always wanted but all the writing in the books is gibberish and blah 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 and that tells him that he's actually in a dream and so he wakes up and fights the scarecrow and (laughs) As you do. I, well, I, the, every show has to do that trope eventually, where they went, they're they in a mental asylum, and they've been there this whole time, and the whole show that they've been doing beforehand is is in their head. And I just hate the ones that end with some tease that's like, oh, well, it, it's, it could actually be true. They may actually be in the insane asylum. It's just like, it's just so tired. It's Buffy did that, and I was just like, man.
1: They've been sleeping at their desk in high school, and it was all a dream. But if that's the case, why am I holding a beating heart?
0: I mean, especially in high school, yeah, to, to ask questions. Actually, they're going to ask <laughs> questions of you. You're going to be tried for murder.
1: <laughs> that was the twist ending to a story I wrote in grade school.
0: <laughs> you wake up and you're holding a beating heart?
1: Yeah, like, it was all a dream. Why am I holding a
0: heart? <laughs> I can see every story you write up to that point. Somehow you work that into the end. <laughs> he woke up and he was holding a beating heart. Yes! How did you know?
1: And they got married and lived happily ever after until he woke up holding a beating
0: heart! Somebody's reading one of your stories and they just, they they read. And he woke up, nope, nope, shutting the book.
1: <laughs> the, the guy's reading it aloud at the library and then Shinny wrote the end of the book.
0: Boom. The end. That would work really well. Your 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 name is unfortunately very... Uh, very close to another term that would lend itself well to books that, uh, you know, all ended the exact same way. Uh, what a shinny ending. Yeah, just sounds like you have a little slur. I don't know. I, my daughter's just getting to the point where she writes stories, and, you know, I, I think back to when, like, uh, little one-page story. She's only in first grade, so they're very descriptive, but not, like, in a way that's, like, the monster's hair was matted. It was very, you know, it, it clearly had been out in the rain or something. It's, it's just, like, I met a monster. He was five foot six. His name was Ernie. He is 60 years old. That's how old my mommy is. The end. <laughs> and she yells at her brother, that's not how old I am. I know, but I had to use something for my story. You're 63. Yeah. She's already so out of ideas that she just has to lie about her parents. But yeah. And then Ernie wakes up holding a beanie. Are yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. No. Yeah. So she, I'm trying to get her to, you know, like uh, think of things that you could do with the monster, or something the monster would do, or like ha- have, you know, something happen in the story. Don't just describe this person and then this person. The end. <laughs> it's like that's not a very exciting story. So we'll see. We'll see how our next one comes along. She actually did write another one, and they like, <laughs> it was like describing the monster and the kid for like the entire story, and then they went to the park. The end. <laughs> It's like, we're getting there. You got the right idea.
1: Okay, so a story normally goes A to B to C. So far, you've gone to A. Yeah. A to A to A to A to A to A
0: to A to A to A to A to C. Bye.
1: So I won't go into the epic manifestos that my daughter writes and illustrates on a daily basis. But I did just learn a lot about her imaginary friend that I've never known. So, uh, she's had an imaginary friend for the last few years now called Nothing. And whenever no one will play with her, she plays with Nothing. And she and Nothing go on all these great adventures. Nothing lives in our chimney. And Nothing's mom and dad live in the kitchen somewhere. I haven't found them yet. Yesterday, I found out for the first time that Nothing, the imaginary friend of my almost six-year-old daughter, is two. Two years old. Okay. Very very young Nothing. She
0: won't play with real two-year-olds. Why is she playing with this fake two-year-old? Because it doesn't talk back it does what she wants to like that that's why you don't play with 2 year olds cuz they're terrible it's in the name so when you invent one yourself then you don't have to worry about all the terrible stuff you just make up the good things oh i should just
1: so i should just make up my own teenagers and then maybe i won't be scared of teenagers anymore
0: i mean that's a very healthy way to look at it yes you should do you should totally do that <laughs> create a teenager in your mind so when you finally have a teenager you won't have to worry so much
1: Oh, I thought you were say- going to say that it was healthy to just have imaginary teenagers that I talk to all Yeah the that time. well
0: that's that that's part and parcel of it. Yeah. You absolutely should talk to imaginary teenagers while you're at work. That will only go well. Well, I think we should uh call a
1: doctor for Steve. He keeps talking to Jackie. Oh, uh no, we should call <laughs> the cops on Steve. Jackie's fourteen. <laughs>
0: But she doesn't exist. It's not a beautiful mind. It's okay. She's not real. I did this on purpose. This is so that I won't be scared
1: of my daughter when she's 14.
0: Go to some empty lot and just stand there and like stare at the empty lot. And people are like, what's he doing? He's being a creep at the imaginary high school. (laughs) (laughs) He does this every day. It's so creepy, but not for the reasons you think. (laughs) Here's the funny part. The
1: imaginary resource officer is about to come out and chase him off.
0: (laughs) Just running along around this imaginary, this empty lot. (laughs) What's he doing? Oh, the imaginary cops are chasing him. He's been hanging out at this imaginary school for way too long.
1: He actually has an imaginary restraining order, but he won't follow
0: it. (laughs) That'd be a great thing to watch from an office window. (laughs) Oh, here's where they slap the imaginary cuffs on him. (laughs) slam yourself down on the hood of your car. Oh, they're really going to imaginarily go rough on him today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just acting like I'm getting kicked in the stomach while I shout out, Jackie!
0: Steve Shinney, imaginary pervert.
1: <laughs> None of this stuff is real. Just reminding everyone.
0: Oh, uh, hi-
1: Jackie's not real. This high school's not real. My uh, criminal past, also not No, real. it's all
0: imaginary. That's what we're talking about that's yeah you can't talk your way out of this one you already said it's not real we know that but the fact that you think it's real means we all need to keep an eye on it.
1: it's probably for the best
0: (laughs) my family has betrayed me and they did it where it hurts the worst fast food it does going to be good because he's not even laughing at this. He's just so tired of the fast food talk. So this will just be me talking to myself and the, there, you'll hear a long sigh you, you every people once in a while. You people
1: don't understand what it's like to have to podcast with this monster.
0: You do, because then you have to listen to it. Actually, hey, they listen. probably have a
1: very good understanding of what it's like to have, you know, 15 minutes of conversation with you every week. Anyway. All right. Tell me about this emotional betrayal that has shook you to your very core and... Destroy the foundation on which your marriage is based.
0: That pretty much sums it up. Good job. (laughs) Three or four years ago, they said that there was news in the... I mean, it was on, like, the news, like, the actual news. Like, they're planning development for a new uh, location for Zaxby's, the southern, mostly southern uh, chicken franchise that... uh, Before they moved into town, they were only on the way to the beach. So if we were going to the beach, coming back from the beach, we got that. It was delicious. So then they put one near my work, and that was awesome. I get that occasionally. And then they said, you know, or actually before that, they said they are putting one near near our house. And I was like, that would be amazing. Uh, Here's the area where it's going to go in. Okay, I'm going to keep watching that area and see when they finally decide to start building one. Doesn't happen. Never happens. Across the street, they get a brand new shopping center because they have a new grocery store that goes with it. Gets a couple of restaurants. One is a Taco Bell, which is fine. I know not three a restaurant. Taco Bells. It's, it is a restaurant. I know it's not one you enjoy. It is a restaurant. You cannot deny it its place in in uh, the lexicon. So, uh, yeah, that stuff gets built. Another restaurant goes in later on. I assume it's probably going to be the Zaxby's. Nope. Some other place, barbecue place. Okay. What, are they ever going to build this thing? They're running out of space now. They've taken up the space. So what are they going to do? And I learn. Oh, wait. Zaxby's coming to this area. <gasps> I hear it. The siren call. And it's about six miles down the road. <laughs> not even close to us. Aww. I feel betrayed. Th- this is not the betrayal <laughs> I was speaking of, though. That That is yet to come. So I'm like, oh, man, that's I, I don't go down there except to see my wrestling buddy. <laughs> I'm not going to pick up Zaxby's on the way to his house because he usually makes food for wrestling things. And I would feel bad showing up with other food. <laughs> that one's not going to be good for me. I've had it once since and that that's the only time I go down that way. So just don't bother with it. And I am going to. I drop off the kids one morning and I go to Taco Bell, which I have not been to in quite some time. And uh, I'm pulling in there, and I see down the road that they are finally building something. Oh, oh, what could it be? What could it be on the corner there? Essex Bank. Yeah, that's not exciting. I don't (laughs) care about banks. Nobody cares about banks. Even the banks don't care about the banks. You're no good to me. So I keep pulling turning to go to the Taco Bell and the shopping center, and there's something further down there. Future home of Zaxby's. So I, I did a triple take, making sure I'd seen the right thing. It wasn't a mirage. It's not. I saw it again. Zaxby's coming right to our neighborhood. So I, I go home, and as I do when I come home, and my wife is, well, she works from home, so I have to make sure she's not on a call before <laughs> I say something silly. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen at some point. I will. Luckily, they are not video calls, so I don't have to worry about being seen, but uh, being heard is another story. So I come in, and I slam the door and i say are you gonna call she goes no and i go we're getting the zack's bees about as loud as i could because the kids were not there anymore and you know it's my house i can do what i want and she says oh yeah uh uh-huh i i I saw that like a month ago i i i I didn't tell you (laughs) and i have i've since drawn up the papers uh she's getting the kids I'm keeping the house close to the Zaxby's. This guy, yeah. I I've had actually I've bought a new place. It's going to be right across the street from the <laughs> Zaxby's. I'm having it built. It's an awkward little space, but it's homey. <laughs> it's, yeah. Can't even live with my own family anymore. So they just lie to me. They lie to you because they love you.
1: We've established this, Jason. <laughs> the reason everybody in your life tells you that your obsession with fast food is unhealthy is because it's unhealthy.
0: We want you to live longer. You should stop eating Zaxby's. The problem is that nobody else does. You're the only person that tells me I should stop eating fast food. Nobody else tells me that. Everybody else says, yes, I'm going with you. When are we okay. leaving? New take, Jason. I have too many enablers. Nobody else <laughs> wants you to live. <laughs> I think it's more that we're all just, you know, we see we see the end coming soon and we're just like, ah, let's go out having fun. That's the fun. I mean, uh, yeah, eating fast food is fun to me. Afterwards, it's not fun. That's bad time. Not exclusively, though. Uh, it's just, you know, you think you can trust somebody, and then after 10-plus years of marriage, something like that happens, and it rocks you to your core. Yeah, yeah.
1: So we're getting ready for a trip, and we're going to be in California for a week, and then my kids are actually going to be going with family and there'll be around a run for all so I, I was talking to my wife as we we're talking about our pack like should we take the switch uh for the kids to play in the car and on the plane and stuff and uh my wife's like maybe kind of hoping it'll get lost and I'm like oh you offend me woman <laughs> we are leaving the switch home <laughs> where it is safe hey guys steve here Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler.